Now, it's time for Measure Twice on News Talk 95.3 Michiana's News Channel. Here's your hosts, Chris Kramer, Joel Graber, and Casey Hendrickson. Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. This is Measure Twice, where we help you envision your home's potential. We've got Joel Graber from Graber Custom Remodeling and Chris Kramer from C. Kramer Interiors. I'm Casey Hendrickson, and Measure Twice is brought to you by Miller's Building Supply and Hoosier Hardwood. Miller's Building Supply, where service is priority since 1982, and online at millersbuildingsupply.com. And Hoosier Hardwood Floors, Michiana's trusted and valued experts on hardwood floors, visit HoosierHardwoodFloors.com. And, of course, if you have any questions or you want to listen to the podcast, just go to mtwiceshow.com. And uh, we have a Contact Us page. You can send us any questions, any comments, hate mails directed to Chris. And <laughs> anything, just don't direct it to me. That's I, I don't have time for that. I get enough hate mail from my own show. Uh, but Chris, he doesn't get any hate mail, so he has plenty of time to deal with it. So. <laughs> mtwiceshow.com is the website. Guys, how are you doing? It's been a couple of weeks. I've been uh, dealing with the plague, the black death, the gluten Ebola. And yeah. uh, I am now somewhat moderately healthy, although half of my, my, my body is peeling off. And it's... Oh, I haven't shown him yet. That's right. Joel came in and I told him all about it. Hey, I'll, Chris. Brand new flesh everywhere. Oh, well. It's amazing. That's a good yeah, thing, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, all the blisters have dried out now. Yeah, I'm peeling. It's fantastic. It's wonderful. I can barely walk. It's, it's great. Oh. Yeah, it's good stuff. <laughs> you could barely walk? Yeah, it, it started peeling on my, my feet last night, and uh, it's a little sensitive in some Ooh, spots. What but, is on my, but on my fingertips, I have all this new skin. So when you rub it over my whiskers, it's like I'm feeling it for the first time. Oh, my God. Oh, Everything is super sensitive. All these new <laughs> textures that I haven't felt. Oh, I could go in many, many, the sensation. Many the sensation. Years oh, my word. Yes. <laughs> I am, I'm biting my tongue. Every time every time I touch something, it's very intimate. <laughs> oh, jeez. It's interesting. How, he is totally setting you up, Chris. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm not biting. <laughs> we, were, we were just talking about how I was driving. I'm like, it's been a couple of weeks. Casey, don't crack any dirty jokes. And then Chris cracked a dirty joke, and now it's, now it's over. That's, <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's it. He's opened the floodgates. Did it off the air, so. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, sorry, nice lady from Christmas Church. <laughs> All right, so let's, um, I don't know, let's talk about foyers. And, uh, okay, so is it foyer or foyer? Hmm? Uh, we'll, we'll defer to Chris for that one. Hmm? Foyer or foyer? Well, everybody, we call it foyer. Okay. But it is, foyer is actually the correct pronunciation, There I you guess. go. See, you learned something. We're, we're two minutes and 40 seconds into the show. You've already learned that it's not a foyer. All right. <laughs> a foyer. Because <laughs> it's funny, because growing up, it was always a foyer, and then I all of a sudden, the older I got, it's like people regressed into, this. Is, no, this is how it's spelt, is how we're going to say it. Well, and it's less formal to say foyer than foyer. Okay. Fair enough. It's like armoire. Yeah. Armoire. Uh, armoire is oh, correct. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know, but I keep running into armoire constantly. It drives me absolutely nuts. It's like the people who say gyro. Your eyes start switching. It's like, what's wrong with you? I like to be like a hero? Yeah. No. Yeah. I like people it call it a gyro. Yeah. And then you want to kill them. I like it when I, I have someone come in and say, I'm looking for a barbecue mirror. <laughs> you mean Baroque? <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. <laughs> that has happened. Man, we can play this game all day. Quinoa. Wait, Quino? It's a what? (laughs) Uh, All right, so foyers. Foyers. 
however you want to say it. Uh, let's say foyer. It's uh, just, yeah. I think most people probably understand what we're talking about when we say foyer. Right. I think it's I, more accepted than, than gyro. I agree. Versus gyro. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, there's a lot of people out there, too, that I, I think have looked at it and they go, all right, so my entryway in my house is this tiny little, you know, three by three square, and then it's a right angle into my home. It's really not a big deal. There's not much I can do with that tiny little space, but there really is. You can do a whole lot. If you've got a lot of space in your in your foyer to you know, make a big impression when you come in. Obviously, that gives you more to, to work with. But you could also make a really big impact with a smaller space, too, can't you? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> you burping on us, man? <laughs> Sorry, I, I thought it was... Pause. I, I just thought he was getting choked up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He understands. <laughs> yeah. Even, even He's making, thro- making break, breakthroughs. <laughs> oh, yes, you can do all kinds of things with a small space. All right, so what are, what are some of the popular things that people are doing with it now, though? With a foyer? Yeah. As, from a design perspective, what are what are people kind of looking to do, and and you know maybe some recent projects you kind of steer people towards to to kind of update uh, the entry of their home. Well, the the first thing to think about when you're talking about your foyer is that sets the tone for the what you expect to see through the rest of the house. So Space. if I have a really nice foyer, and the rest of my house looks like crap, I will be giving false. Incentive for people to visit. People me. will definitely be let down. Yes, you need to call me. This is ex- no. This <laughs> yeah, is exactly no. This is what I want. I want people to get a false sense of, of this is going to be amazing, and then let them down. This is this is how I live. That's how I get my jollies. So, plus I can I can I can spend like a little bit of money in my tiny little foyer, and not have to worry about the rest of the house. Uh, that's a good place to start. That's a good place to start. Yes, exactly. <clears throat> but yeah, the, the foyer sets the tone for the rest of the house. Most people do the opposite of what I want. So yeah, well, <laughs> they, they they want they want to impress people. You walk into the house, and then they want everything else to flow with it. Right. Yeah. I right. want to let people down, but that's just me. Oh well. Yeah. Well, yeah. So what are some of the stuff you're doing? What are some of the things that we're doing in foyers? Yeah. Well, it depends on the foyer. Linoleum. Size, linoleum flooring. Vinyl flooring. Yeah, some sheet flooring. The squares. There. Yeah. You know, the peeling. Cardboard the wallpaper. Mm-hmm. Bunch of that. Bunch of that stuff. Yes. I've seen it all. Yes. Well. Literally have seen cardboard wallpaper. That's interesting. Actually seen that. I mean, they were hiding giant holes because they didn't have any, any walls up there. But they just covered it in cardboard and left it there for a very long period of time. <laughs> Interesting. Not in my house. So I would I would say that that's probably, if you have that in your foyer, that'd be a good place to start. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Replacing the cardboard with something that isn't cardboard. <laughs> yeah. Well, you've got, you've got the floors. You know, I've, obviously you have the walls and, mm-hmm. and how you're you're going to set the tone for the for the rest of the house. But you could also probably branch out a little bit, couldn't you? Because the foyer, because sometimes it's separate from, from living areas, depending on how the layout is. So you could get a little creative as long as you don't deviate too much, right? Right. It, it depends on the way the, like you said, the foyer is laid out. If it, a lot of your larger foyers are usually open to the... Uh, open up to the living spaces so you walk in and um it might be larger you've got a straight their staircase and then it's open so basically your flooring materials we tend to i personally like to keep it consistent so if you have stone or tile or wood i typically if it's an open concept you that should all flow together you don't break off your flooring unless the floor is a completely separate room which i've seen that too sure so then you can transition to a different flooring material if you wanted to all right. So if it's if it's cons- you know opens up into the rest of the layout, try and keep it consistent. Right. If it's separate, you can get a little bit more flexible Correct. with what you're doing, Correct. as long as obviously it doesn't completely <clears throat> clash with the rest of the design. Correct. Like for example, some people like a, a t- 
tile floor in the foyer, uh, some some material, whether it's stone or uh, ceramic, because it's more durable than wood. Mm-hmm. But if you have a separate foyer area that's you know has is its own entity, then you can do something like that and then transition to a different flooring off of that in the other rooms, like hardwood or. And that gives you a place for coming in out of the elements, that sort of thing. It's a little bit more resilient, easy to clean, maintain. Now, what are people doing like with the walls and stuff? Are they going for kind of a warm feel with their foyers now, or are they going with modern? Or what are people kind of doing with that? Again, that depends on the the style style and the client's taste. But most mostly anymore, it's more what we call transitional, which means it can go traditional or a little bit more modern. Um, I remember the days when people would wallpaper their foyers with, you know, like a damask pattern and things of that nature. That's long gone. It's typically a nice paint color. Sometimes we've done wainscoting, raised panel wainscoting, um, ceiling treatments. Uh, we put domes in ceilings to, to recess a light fixture. Mm-hmm. Um, so really, the sky's the limit as far as the design options are concerned for a foyer. Yeah. You guys have done anything interesting in a foyer recently? <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, you know, really, recently, I mean, it, places that I've been working at haven't had much of a foyer, more of just a basic entry into the house. I guess the thing that we've done a lot of recently is that usually incorporates a stairway. And okay. so we've redone a lot of stairs. Yeah, that's. I mean, we did that one project we did in their foyer. Yeah, was we? They had a carpeted stairway with, you know, wood spindles. Right. And we took. We basically stripped the whole staircase. Yep. And um, added hardwood, and then we did a wrought iron um, balusters. balusters, and then a new handrail. Yeah. Ch- transform the entire feel of the foyer. Yeah. Well, and that that one also did a new runner on it too, right? Right. And then, well, because I just finished that one, where we, it basically was just a new handrail and metal balusters to replace the wood ones. Correct. And the handrail was stained to match the flooring. Right. And I, it that changed the whole feel too. I, well, and then there was new paint on the walls. Trim was painted in nice. So that really changed the feel of that entry, which. I guess you could consider it a foyer. It's not really a separate area. It's a, that's the I would consider it the foyer. foyer. Mm-hmm. So, but it because that stair the stairs is a focal point in there, and so when you actually dress that up, bring it into the twenty first century, <laughs> it, it just wasn't as by changing that out, it, it got rid of that heaviness right. of those those old spindles, right? The balusters. So, anyway, it's yeah that tr- that was absolutely spectacular when it was done. And even the homeowner was like, wow, that's this was really transformative. And I right. think people, yeah, and I'm glad you kind of brought that up because it is kind of like an entryway. And there's, I think there's a lot of people out there like, oh yeah, we just have this little entryway and it's, you know, there's not much I can do with it so I don't do anything with it ever. Right. I focus on the rest of the house. And then every time they walk in, they see this space that they're not real happy with that doesn't do anything for them and they don't have that comfortable kind of like, nah, wow factor might be a little bit powerful of a statement, but you know, very comfortable, come in, it's like, ah, I'm home, you know. Right. You don't really have, they have to get beyond that into your home to finally get that feeling, and you should really have that when you open your door. So even if it's not a whole separate foyer, I mean, you just have that little entryway. There's still a lot that you can do with it. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I've seen, you know, 
like you said, entryways that are n- not the grand foyer that you know some of the bigger homes have, but you have an entryway. Um, depending on how it's laid out, you can actually do a, something maybe on the walls that's a little different, like maybe a, a wallpaper that kind of s- separates that space from the rest of the uh, the house. Um, that those type you can really make that a little bit more, like you said, welcoming, just by what you do with either paint color, wall treatment. You can make it separate. Absolutely. All right, we got a little bit more to talk about about foyers coming up, and that will kind of lead into another thing that we'll discuss uh, a little bit later on involving the ADA and uh, and how. Oh, I know. Did I scare you? Wow, you look like a convulsion. Are the Russians involved in that? Yes, of course they are. <laughs> of course, they're involved in everything. We've got more coming up on Measure Twice here on News Talk 95.3, Michigan's <laughs> News Channel. Welcome back. Thank you for tuning in to News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. This is Measure Twice, where we help you envision your home's potential. With Joel Graber from Graber Custom Remodeling, Chris Kramer from C. Kramer Interiors, and I'm Casey Hendrickson, brought to you by Miller's Building Supply and Hoosier Hardwood Floors. Miller's Building Supply, where service is priority since 1982, and online at millersbuildingsupply.com. And Hoosier Hardwood Floors, Michiana's trusted and valued experts on hardwood floors. Visit hoosierhardwoodfloors.com. Now, any questions, comments, or you just want to listen to previous episodes of the podcast, go to mtwiceshow.com. We get it all right there on the website. So we're talking about foyers or foyer, excuse me, and because um, there's going to be people out there going to send us hate mail. It's foyer! Yes, we know. Except for it's spelled the same way no right. matter what, so Correct. we'll just read it as Man. foyer. My, six, my six-year-old is, you know, really starting to read, and she's looking at all of these words like, that's, but that's not... That's not right. I'm like, yeah, I know. I know it's not right. But, you know, the founding fathers decided that it was better to be connected with the mother country than actually break off and do the American dictionary like we were going to do, which spelled things properly. (laughs) Little historical tidbit there. That's a real thing that actually happened. We were going to change the English language, and they felt that it it would be wrong to break that far from the motherland. So... We're stuck with words that are spelled weird and sound the ways they shouldn't sound, like foyer. Or foyer. Or armoire. <laughs> That's or, the only pronunciation. Or gyro. <laughs> we're going to trigger everybody. Yeah, that's, that's we're right. Gonna we're going to get everybody mad at us. All right, so we're talking about foyers and um, yeah, gave you, entryways, too. Kind of came up. Right. Um, materials and stuff like that we discussed on the floors you know, maybe some tiles and things like that you know a little bit more resilient than wood it is an entryway after all um, talking about a splash of color if the foyer is separated from the main part of your living area you can get a little bit more creative as long as you don't clash too much but if it is an open plan that flows together you probably want to stick with the same design theme uh, what about lighting and stuff yeah. of that nature we just saw a very interesting lamp uh, during yeah, well, the, that was the a chandelier. Chandelier, was chandelier, excuse me. Yeah, uh, during the commercial break. Yeah, very modern. Yeah, very, very modern. <clears throat> so, <laughs> yeah, lighting is a lighting is a really good way to make a big difference in your in your entryway, because, I mean, replacing a chandelier that looks like it's from 1980 is going to make a big difference. Or one of those dome light things. Oh yeah, yeah. That the the contractor grade, you know. Mm-hmm flush mount lighting on the ceiling replace that with something well it, lighting is important again it's it's a separate area so you can do something a little bit more decorative hopefully depends on your ceiling heights if, mm-hmm. if you have an eight foot ceiling you're somewhat limited as far as what you can 
lighting in your foyer or entry. Um, so if it's you have higher ceilings, then you can definitely do something that that hangs. Otherwise, you might have to do something semi semi flush mount right. or a flush mount type fixture. But if you have a, a taller ceiling, couldn't you do something like the light that we just saw the chandelier yeah. that has the lights and um, which would I think. To describe it for you, ladies and gentlemen, it would be perfect for Joel's naked room. Oh, and yes. it, <clears throat> without going into too much detail, but it's a very manly light chandelier. Think, if Joel put that in his his naked room, I would be questioning Joel. <laughs> but I would a, be questioning Joel. It is, a, it is a larger vertical lighted chandelier is what I'm saying. So you have, uh, I mean, if you have a, a taller ceiling... You'd have to go with a lighting option like that. You definitely need a taller ceiling that with right. that. Yeah. Well, and if a lot, some foyers are are two story. Yeah. So you have the option of you have the opportunity to do something really quite a bit larger, like the photograph. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I've done fixtures that are a hundred and some inches long uh, in a foyer. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Again, I drove in. Don't don't uh, don't don't have dirty jokes on the show today, Casey. Don't do that. It's not it's not working out for me at all. But I did not expect to find that chandelier. No, I, I don't think you did. It. I don't think any of us did. But uh, it's, it's very modern. <laughs> yes, it is. But even but but in a foyer, what you, you want more lighting, don't you, Chris? You want something decorative again, typically. Um, it's because again that that fixture needs to have some a little bit more impact. Uh, sets the tone for the rest of the house. So I say that's an area that you can have fun with, basically. Pick something very unique. Some of the, the <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's definitely a unique light uh, chandelier thing. Anyway, so one of the things that, that I've seen that I really like is actually some of the wall lights, like the wall mounted lights where. Like a sconce? sconce? I don't know. Is it, what the heck is that? Sconce? I'm just going to go with a wall torch, okay? That's what I'm going to say it is. It's, you know, it's just mounted on, and it just has a nice yeah. little decorative light. Okay, is that what a sconce is? It's a sconce. That's okay. a sconce. Sconce sounds like a flipping pastry to me, but all right. So it's, it's like, <laughs> That's a scone. Yeah, I'm going to go, one, get, a, that's I'm gonna go one, get a sconce and some coffee. You had a, a C to it, and it becomes a sconce, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. English, English. Just language. don't go into a store and ask. Can I? I need. I'm looking for a scone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just imagine walking into your place and going, "I need a scone for the wall. <laughs> Something that's got a warm light. You know, not too bright. <laughs> you might like to see a puzzled look on my face. <laughs> <Right>. But <laughs> <laughs> after this, you probably know exactly what I was talking. That's about. right. <laughs> um, yeah, but I think those look nice. And then you know, you've got some some really good. You know, relatively smaller, obviously. You know, the hanging, the hanging lights, decorative chandelier type things. I think those look really nice as long as you're not banging your head or anything like that. Right. Walking in, depending well, on how much space you have, you've got to make sure too that you know your door swing. I mean, depending on the size of your foyer and your ceiling heights, you can't get anything too low because you're, you don't want your door. Yeah, you definitely it. measure twice on, on that yes. before you yeah. before you do that. Well yeah. played. Yes. Well played. Yes. And uh, so how do you, I mean, how would you furnish an area like that, or what do you do with that as far as rugs? That's a, gr- that's a great question because like accessories and whatnot. Yeah, because you can well, do all sorts of stuff. You can do all sorts. You can depending on the, again the size of the foyer. Um, uh, working on one right now where we're, there's enough room to put a sofa table on one side and a bench on the other, and then a nice area rug. Um, Again, in the as you walk in the front door, uh, again, th- that sets the tone. Um, but depending on the size, typically we like to put a bench because people like to be able to, if they have guests and they're in the winter, they want to take off boots or shoes, whatever. Um, a nice little place to sit 
and do that at the front maybe that has storage so your shoes aren't strewn all over the place or, or something like that uh typically not not storage i would say in the foyer usually there's a closet typically so by the by the main entrance okay but uh we typically put the storage in like a like a mudroom so but if you don't have a mudroom well i'm not a big then buy a mudroom Chris yeah. sells mudrooms. <laughs> go to Chris's place. He's got them. They're, they're, like, they're aisle three. Yeah, we have a kit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, kind of like Ikea. Ships direct from yeah, Ikea. That's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. <laughs> Joel will assemble it for you. <laughs> yeah. <It's, laughs> um, yeah, benches are, are there, but a lot of people like tables. You know, they like having a table. And so right. depending, on your, depending on your entryway, if you have a you know one of those long, narrow ones, you could have a table. We were just looking at pictures of one that had um, – they actually had a table – you, know, you come in, you throw your keys down, whatever, right there. It's, it's always there when you're walking in and out of the house. So you don't forget anything. And this thing took up half of the walkway coming yeah. into the house. And it's, that would have drove me absolutely nuts. But it's being highlighted as, oh, hey, look how beautiful this is. And it was a nice table. Don't get me wrong. It was just, in my opinion, too big for this space. Well, it too, felt too cluttered. Very much so, yes. I was, I'm in agreement. I felt that it, you'd have to walk around that table to get to the staircase, which was awkward. Yeah. So that would be another thing. If you do want a table or some kind of a, a an area there, you've got to plan that out. Instead of just picking a table that you like that might even match your decor but might be a little bit too big for the space. And you have to be, you have to be wary of, of, you know, you might have some wall space and think, oh, this would be a nice spot for a table. But it's ne- near the front door. You have to be careful of the door swing. You have to make sure that this door is not going to swing into it. Um or or like that photo disrupt your traffic flow into the space so um if you don't have room for both maybe just a small bench i mean i'm doing one now or just putting a small little like a one seat bench in the foyer just again uh, take your shoes off for sure but it doubles as a little space to put your keys or whatever if you want to well not not a bench but well you could if you really wanted to so And they Not wanted, all of us are fancy, Chris. And they wanted this little bench just because they can also pull it into the living room when they if they have extra guests. And oh, okay. Extra makes sense. Seats, so. yeah, makes perfect sense. Unless you throw your stuff on there, too, and then it's all cluttered <laughs> up and you can't use it for a bench. <laughs> you know, like most people. It's kind of hard to bend over to put your yeah. keys down. But. Well, you don't, you don't bend over to put them down. You bend over to pick them up. You throw them down, Chris. What's wrong with you? Are you a Neanderthal? That's why you need a little table. See? Casey. That's right. Casey. Well, get Casey a table. <laughs> put up against this cardboard walls. Yeah. Now I got I got the washer and the dryer. Right in the there, foyer? So. Yeah. We need to talk. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It is what it is, guys. You really have a washer and dryer in your foyer? So we've got two entries in on the uh, the main level, and then one's just like a normal little okay. entryway. And then, but the one that we always come into... Um, is it just opens up right into the the washer and dryer no. space? So still on the front and that's of just, the house. We don't have a um, a walkway to the front door. So when you look at the house from the street, you got your front door, your main door, and then got the deck out there. And then you have a side door with like a mini deck. Well, the side door is where the driveway is. There's there's no connection to the front main door from the driveway. There's no path or anything like that. So you huh. have to walk through the lawn uh, to, to get to it. So it's it's one of the things that if we do end up buying this place, we'll be rectified. We'll have some kind of a path or something like that there. But So we just kind of pull up and park by the side door, just go in the side right. door. You know, it's just, and in the wintertime, that makes, that makes more sense just because everybody's dirty anyway. It just kind of goes in the laundry room, Yeah, which should be a mud room, but mm-hmm. it's not. 
fully functional as one yet. <laughs> I mean, there's mud and there's a room, but it's not a mud room. It's <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's all it. it took. I thought yeah. that's all it took. Yeah, we're, we're, we're working on it. Um, but, you know, the rugs, we talked about rugs, seen a lot of beautiful rugs mm-hmm. in, in foyers that can really uh, add to the space. And um, you guys talked a little bit about if you walk in and you've got that stairwell there and how you can really, you know, impact the the visual wow factor when you open it up and you take care of the, the railing and the stairs and, and do it properly. You can really uh, change the look of an entire home with a relatively small amount of space that you're working with. Right. Um, I did see something, too, and I was kind of curious as to what the the modern professional designer's take would be on something like this, where I saw, like, a very small condo, and they took one of the walls, and they made the wall all mirror to kind of enlarge the space. Is that still a thing that... that we do on a regular basis, or is that pretty much done with and gone, and and most people are not doing that anymore? Most people are not doing that anymore. Okay. I didn't think so. Maybe in your workout room? (laughs) Yeah, it was was a little strange, because it was the wall that would go into the house. So if you were in the living space and looking out, you would see the mirror so that you get the maximum, uh, air quote here, enlarging effect. Mm -hmm. And... uh, Again, going back to that old chandelier. I knew you were going but to say that. I just knew you were going there. <laughs> but it, I don't know. I was looking at it, and I was just like, I don't know. That just doesn't seem very... No. And it was it was not a mirror hung on the wall, folks. It was no. the entire wall was mirror. Right. And, I, yeah, I just, I don't know. It didn't seem, didn't seem right. No, we, I mean, I, we haven't done that in ever. Yeah. I, I didn't think it was a... All right. Just double-checking that that wasn't coming back. No. <laughs> Although we did discover, Joel and I discovered that orange... Uh, kitchens are apparently a thing now. Orange is a yeah. orange and dark grays and blacks and mm-hmm. things like that, and, and mixing that with stainless appliances. Maybe we'll talk about that in a future episode. Ooh, that's that interesting. Sounds kind of cool. It's it's actually kind of neat. Uh, we'll have to show you some pictures and, and uh, talk about it in a little bit. All right. Uh, anything else with foyers before we move on? I think we've kind of hit everything. I think we, I think we covered okay. it pretty good. The basics of it, giving people some ideas, but even a very very small space, uh, even an entryway, can do a lot with it, and it may not cost you an arm and a leg just because it's a relatively smaller space, depending on the layout of your home. Right. You can make a big impact on a budget if you're looking to do things incrementally, and that could really uh, help resale value of your home as well. We've got more coming up on Measure Twice here on Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to Measure Twice here on 95.3 MNC. Measure Twice, where we help you envision your home's potential. Once again, Joel Graber from Graber Custom Remodeling, Chris Kramer from C. Kramer Interiors, who is mouthing every word that I am saying right now. But if I don't say it, he gets mad that I don't say it. <laughs> Casey Hendrickson here. Uh, I guess I'm your, I don't know, host. I'm really just kind of a guy taking up the third microphone here because Chris panicked. Or not Chris, but uh, Joel panicked when he had to host the show for the first time. But he did a good job. He did. He did a, he did a fine job. Uh, brought to you by Miller's Building Supply and Hoosier Hardwood Floors. Miller's Building Supply, where service is priority since 1982. And online at millersbuildingsupply.com. And Hoosier Hardwood Floors, Michiana's trusted and valued experts on hardwood floors. Visit hoosierhardwoodfloors.com. And if you have any complaints about the inappropriate jokes that Chris has been making all show, go to mtwiceshow.com. Go to the Contact Us page. We also got the podcast up there so you can listen to previous episodes. And uh, you can subscribe to the podcast, too, on Audio Boom. All right, so we, uh, we got done talking about um, foyers or foyers, and one of the things that I've, I've kind of noticed is 
is uh, that there is some questions that have been circulating here recently about ADA stuff, Americans with Disability Act stuff, and entryways can be a part of that. And uh, sometimes you need ramps and things like that outside. Sometimes you need the doors to be widened, the entryway to be widened, and things of that nature, which obviously uh, the guys could help you uh, deal with. But there's also the possibility of you having um, some of the costs kind of covered for you. There's grants out there, and there's a lot of them, actually, depending on your situation. So this type of a thing could could actually help you if you needed it or suddenly found that you needed it or you moved into a new home and needed to do some remodeling and and renovation in order to make it ADA compliant. There are grants out there. Um, Let's see, the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs has them, the Think Alive Achievement Grants, Rebuilding Together with AmeriCorps. They have a grant there that's a government uh, organization that was started under the Clinton administration. Uh, Rural Housing Repair Loans and Grants Program. The Red Cross actually has a loan program or a grant program. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that. Uh, So they provide financial assistance for eligible active military service members, veterans, and direct members of their families. So did not know that. So there's a lot of options for for military and and veterans and and, uh, their families out there. Uh, The Army Wounded Warrior Program. The Self-Sufficiency Grant from ModestNeeds.org. The Individual Adaptive Equipment Grant from the Travis Roy Foundation. Uh, Gary Sinise Foundation, the actor, Gary Sinise, does a lot of work for veterans and police officers and first responders. Uh, Gary Sinise's Foundation's Restoring Independence, Supporting Empowerment. It's the RISE program. Uh, and there's a ton more. Like, if uh, if you look at this stuff, it's huge. What I might do is I might actually put this this article from HomeAdvisor.com. I might put that on uh, mtwiceshow.com because there's a lot more. That, I'm not going to just read you a whole list of right. grant programs in the country, but um, there's a ton out there. And, you know, those are things that, that you have to consider as well. Um, my, my wife's father and, and uh, his wife, when he was still alive, he had Parkinson's and, and got to a point where... You know, he was essentially mm-hmm. bedridden, and so when they bought a condo, they actually had to pay to have the condo upgraded to be ADA right. compliant. And I remember it being a bit of a nightmare um, to find find it find the uh, the money to be able to do that. And it is available, but also one of the contractors screwed up, and they didn't make everything compliant. They did the work, just mm-hmm. wasn't hundred percent compliant, and it wasn't actually he didn't have enough space to get in the house. It was just. It's a yeah. mess, and then it had all be torn up again, and the paperwork, oh and gosh. yeah. So it's um, y- it can be a bit of a nightmare, and it's a big project, and that's one of the reasons that you know you hire a, a good professional, and it can come and do the work uh, appropriately and and correctly. Have you guys done any ADA work uh, in the recent past, or? Yeah, I mean, we we periodically get into some of that. Um, I think it's great that there are some resources because it it can. It can get a little costly. I mean, if you're having to widen doorways because things have to be 36 inches so that you can get a wheel, if you have to get a wheelchair through or just if you have mobility issues, a wider door is going to help a lot. You know, even just changing out handles from like knobs to levers, getting, you know, lowering step over places, you know, trying to eliminate places where there are transitions, Uh, you know. 
Didn't Some, we have it can it can seem to nickel and dime and really add up. Yeah, and, and so it, it's it's great that there is a re, there are some lots resources. of resources which I don't think a lot of people realize too. No, that's that's no. another thing. There's so many options out there. Didn't Mark? It was a Mark from Cherry Pickers. Is that yeah, who it was? Yeah. Didn't he show us a home that he had done yeah. mm-hmm. that was ADA compliant, a beautiful kitchen, and we were looking at the pictures of it, and you wouldn't even know right that it was designed specifically for that. And that's where a really good designer and and contractors come in too. Right. It just, you know, because you can limit your resale options based on the way that some of this right. stuff can be done. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, you know, I don't know, maybe 10, 15 years ago, a lot of people felt, when, when you thought about ADA, it kind of felt clunky or mm-hmm. like very specific to that so that it's not really something that somebody that doesn't have, you know, ADA, need the ADA would want to even... buy or live in and that's come a long way Mm -hmm. i mean there's no reason that you can't have incorporate really good design with that right yeah and that was one of the things we saw with that one project that the market shown us is that i mean i I look at that i'm just like hey there's a lot of space you know a lot of um, a lot of open areas for you to be able to move around but it was designed that way to not look like it was ada compliant right right. you know designed to be something that anybody would love to move into and i think that's where you know, the evolution of design and some of the technologies and things like that have really come a long way with this. So if you are in need of something that is ADA compliant, um, one, there's resources to get you grant money that can help, you know, defray some of the costs with that. But two, great design work can also um, help it look like it's not designed to be ADA compliant. Right, right. And then that helps your resale value. If you ever sell the home, you're not limited and you're not going to have to take a, a financial hit from somebody who has to come right. in and redo everything, you know? And right. So there's some really good options out there for people to go ahead and, and uh, make their home compliant for what they need and still not suffer in the long run if they have to sell the place. Right. right? Because it's also, uh, for residential, it's also ADA compliant, but we also call it aging in place. Mm-hmm. So, that, you know, you're getting your home ready for your older years basically so that it, it that you can still live and function comfortably in your in your own home yeah that's a good that's a very good point good strategy to have because you never know that's yeah. very true yeah and you know if you want to stay in your home it makes sense to be thinking about that years in advance because there are things like if you're doing a bathroom remodel in your early 50s you know think about what you can do in your bathroom that will make it easier in the long run. Because you know what? In, in 10, 15 years, if, you know, something happens to have to redo your bathroom again when you've put a bunch of money right. into it already and it's beautiful, why not do a couple of minor things that can make it so that you can use that for 20, 25 years? When, it's, when we're, we're working with clients that are maybe building their retirement home or the or they're downsizing and they're building a villa. Those are some of the things that we kind of talk about um, because they're already maybe in their late 50s, maybe even early 60s when mm-hmm. they're doing this. And it's like you might want to consider implementing some of these um, ADA um, compliant right. into the new home so that you know, you're know you thinking long term, not just right at the present. And you can design it to where it doesn't look like it's it's that way. Absolutely. And if something, God forbid, does happen, which let's be honest, more often than not it does as we get older, um, you will be able to still function in the home. Plus, at, if it were to happen, you know, maybe you have money to deal with uh, a, an additional redesign in just a few years, but what what happens if your medical issues now 
take the brunt of that extra money that you have. Right. And now you don't have the money to do the remodel that you really need to do, even if you have it now. So it's one of those things where it's like you're planning for your retirement, you know, but you're also, you got to plan for, hey, there's things that happen as you get older and you want to make sure that you can still live comfortably and, and be safe and also have a harmonious environment that you're living in, which can still be resold if you uh, ever choose right. to do that or if you leave it to any heirs, they will still feel comfortable in, in the house. So all things to consider. But I think we'll put this uh, this list up here of the, the grant options for people who might need it um, for ADA. We'll put that up at mtwiceshow.com this week, and so it should be up there. And you can go ahead and go take a look at it, maybe track down some grant money if you guys need it. We've got more coming up on News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. Hello, everybody. Once again, you are listening to Measure Twice here on Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. We've got Joel Graber from Graber Custom Remodeling, Chris Kramer from C. Kramer Interiors, and I'm Casey Hendrickson. I, I have nothing to offer to you. Uh, brought to you by Miller's Building Supply and Hoosier Hardwood Floors, Miller's Building Supply, where service is priority since 1982, and online at millersbuildingsupply.com. Hoosier Hardwood Floors, Michiana's trusted and valued experts. On hardwood floors, visit hoosierhardwoodfloors.com. And if you have any questions, want to listen to the podcast, go to mtwiceshow.com. And I will put up the list of the ADA um, grant programs. I'll put that up on the website here this weekend. So go check that out if you're looking for that information. But you guys had mentioned, you know, as you're, if you're probably in your 50s and you're doing a remodel, you might want to start incorporating some of those ADA elements in your redesign. Just in case, if you're planning on staying in your home long term, and you assume if you're doing a remodel uh, when you're in your 50s, you're probably planning on on staying there. Um, and what would some of those things kind of kind of be? You know, give people kind of an idea of what they could do. You know, without putting in a ramp outside if you don't need one. It's, <laughs> right. You know, we're talking about right. you know elements that nobody would notice is ADA compliant. What would some of those things be? Well, I you know like. If you're doing, say, like you're doing a kitchen remodel, there would be maybe some things that you could do there as far as, like, I mean, things that I would want anyway, like the microwave that's in the cabinet, base cabinet microwave. Yeah. I mean, you who doesn't want something like that anyway? Mm-hmm. I mean, it just it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, but that would be an ADA-compliant thing because it makes it more accessible to... Everybody, everybody, and rather than having it up on a counter or up over the stove, yeah, over the stove, stove or, or something of that nature, yeah. Yeah. Um, re- yeah, really, a lot of it has to do with appliances. What else, Chris? As far as countertop, countertop heights, heights. Maybe having places where it's accessible, the countertop's more accessible to a wheelchair because maybe having some bump-ins in your in an island or for a workstation where you can roll in there and it's easier to access not keeping you away um you know in a bathroom obviously doorways are a big thing yeah mm-hmm. making sure that those are wide enough hallways as well i'm convinced that our standard size doorway in this country anyway is crap well it is absolutely and you know like in showers i think um like 20, 21 inches is an acceptable width for how for the width of a doorway to get into a shower. That to me is asinine because that's not that's not a very big space to get in. Yeah, 
and everybody likes the wider entryways anyway. Plus, I mean, it's easier just moving in, moving out, right? Yeah, furniture, right? Furniture. Just, right. I mean, and and so if you design for practicality, you will also inadvertently be ADA compliant right. on some of that stuff. Right. Well, even like if you're doing a walk-in shower, a curbless shower, or or at least a shorter curb, uh, to so that you're not stepping as far over. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the things that you can do with benches or where you're placing uh, your shower heads, you're having handhelds, on maybe maybe not on the shower wall, but over off of a bench. Things that you can do to make it a lot more accessible for for somebody who. To give you a little more independence, sure, right, and grab bars, grab bars in, in the shower, um, and the other thing, you have to make sure you're if you if you are in a wheelchair that you have the radius to be able to return uh, in your, especially in a bathroom, right. Um, another thing is, I think you touched on it earlier, was instead of doorknobs, switch out your hardware to lovers, yeah, because uh, which is extremely convenient anyway. Right. No, no matter what. I mean, right. say you're walking into your house from your garage with your arms full of groceries or kids, hit that with your elbow rather than having to set something right. down. And exactly. Turn the, turn I mean, it's on. just, there, it I really, think, it's it it's stuff that makes sense and can be convenient for everyone. I think Canada actually banned doorknobs. Really? I'd have to go back and look at the story. I had covered it before, but I think they've actually required levers now. Like, it's a standard new construction thing. Well, it just makes sense. Yeah. It's much more convenient. I mean, that's I, I banning it. That seems foolish. That's but banning it is silly. Yeah, it's too much government, if you ask me. But, you know, just most of us, okay, most of us want a seating space in the shower. Mm-hmm. Most of us want to grab bar in the shower because we can put our rags and stuff Especially like that on there, too. Especially if you have that 15-person yeah. pr- shower, use as, right? Use it as storage. I don't even use a rag. I'm just saying, Chris, okay? <laughs> there are people who might want to put their washcloth there. Thank you. Um, wash place for your You could have. Uh, <laughs> your loofah. Yeah. Don't laugh. My daughter has one hanging in the shower. With the <laughs> with the, uh, the shower head thing that you talked about, with the, you know, the, the, the handheld. Yeah, they've got the the handhelds that are the actual main shower head, and you just you know lift it right. off of the, the right. thing and... You know, those can be very convenient for everybody. So, I mean, again, these are kind of elements that everybody would look for and probably want and are in demand now anyway, which also will help in being ADA compliant should the need ever arise for you. Correct. Yeah. All right, folks, we appreciate you joining us today. Don't forget to go to mtwiceshow.com. If you're looking for a contractor, Graver Customer Modeling, you're looking for a designer, see Kramer Interiors, perfect places for you to go. And, um, and of course, that's you know why we introduced you to those guys, uh, because they do good work. It's the only reason I'm even here. And uh, they're semi-appropriate individuals to hang around as well. <laughs> Chris sometimes sees questionable. That's true. I've heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mtwiceshow.com, listen to the podcast. I will put the ADA grant uh, page up there, and we'll leave it up there for, for a couple of, uh, couple of shows at least so you have access to it. But we appreciate you joining us and supporting the podcast. Listenership has been growing on the podcast as well, and we appreciate you going over there and actually downloading it in addition to listening to this program here on 95.3 MNC. For Joel, for Chris, I'm Casey. This is Measure Twice on 95.3 Michiana's News Channel. Thank you so much for listening to Measure Twice on 95.3 MNC. If you have any questions for us, go to our website, mtwiceshow.com, and click on the Contact Us button. And make sure you tune in next week to Measure Twice on News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel.
podcast by Federated Media. Podcast by Federated Media.